See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. You better be ready, because I just clicked the on button. Oh, on. And look, it didn't hey. do that. Did you figure out what the levels thing yeah, was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sad. Well, hey. Guess yes. what? Remember last week how horrible it was that it was just me droning on about anime? Drone. Well, yay! Dr. Oh, Morbius is back yay, with us. Yay, and we got a movie. Yes. A real movie, kind of. So, yes. My a, real, a real confusing movie. A movie that is a Japanese movie that's in the style of a 1960s European Gothic horror movie. But it's been dubbed in Italian. But it has English subtitles. Oh, that was Italian? That was Italian, my friend. Oh, uh, hold yeah, on, because... Okay, but, well, first of all, this is Asian cult cinema. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. My name's Mal with me, as always. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. That's okay. And with English, with the actors, they they added Engl- American na- or English Western names to them. And like, really? With John Goodwin? Which one is he? You know? Uh, I uh, thought <laughs> I was going to call, I was going to start this show calling shenanigans. No. Saying, you picked a Spanish movie that no. I had to read and you didn't. You're the one percenters uh, and I'm the poor toiling uh, away. Uh, so you, you had to read these two? Yes. Oh, I see. But you know what? I was When I was reading it, I was going like, hey, that word's kind of like in Spanish. <laughs> I thought you pulled the shenanigans and made me read no. one that you could listen to, and I was like, "That's BS." I'm calling you out on it. I'm calling you out, Doctor Morris, <laughs> for making me toil away reading this thing. But what was good about the reading was it was on the outside of the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was underneath the movie, so it made it a little easier to read. Now I had to read it too, man. Okay. We're well, both in the same. Okay. That, I, that makes me feel a little I bit better. I will do that to you one day. Uh, I know. The um. Now, what's the name of this? It's called. This movie has many names. Okay, yeah. it's either it goes under House of Terror from 1965. I've seen it before as Ghost of the Hunchback, which makes more sense. And then there's another name over called Satan's Pit. That's so the name take of the your pick. You yeah, know, so it's again one. with these three movies. I did. This was a beautifully shot movie. I immediately went out and tried to find one in Japanese or English. No, um, I would have. I would have preferred the Japanese because I can actually. You I can understand can it. Some. Not much, but some of it, I know it enough that I that I can understand when the when I'm listening to dialogue. Because <laughs> the one thing that did upset me about it, because this is a nice, it was a beautifully shot movie. <laughs> yeah. That that you know, it was very noir, very you know, very gothic. Yeah, gothic noir. I it was like, dang it, there was so much talking, and oh, yeah. when there's a lot of talking, it's hard to keep up with the subtitles. And it's one of those things where you're like, oh, man, come on. What, what was funny was they're, they're talking in Italian. They're like, Judy, Judy, Judy. You know, I'm going like, Judy, why wasn't it like, uh, you know, what? Hey, what? You know? Yeah, they were, saying the name, they were saying the name Judy, but everyone else was like, uh, you know, Yo- Yoshi, and yeah, Yoshi Yokohama, and, and, and you're like, okay, where? So where'd Judy come from? Yeah. Okay, well, you know, whatever, sweet Judy, blue eyes or something. Weird. I don't know. It, it's an odd, it's a it's an interesting movie, but it was just like, the strangeness of from apparently this movie was never from what I read never dubbed in English, but I guess the, the Italians took it because it looked just like one of their 1960s Barbara Steele Mario Bava movies. It did. It did, and it had all the trappings of that, and it was like or like the haunting or whatever, and but it was just like you feel like there's something. 
there's something was lost in translation, you know what I oh, mean? Oh, for sure. A lot was lost, but it, but it's still an interesting watch because yeah. you're like, wait a minute, this is their take on this is Japan's take on gothic. Okay, I mean to me, their gothic is like those yokai yokai monsters or whatever, but yeah. Western gothic. So all right, well maybe they were trying. Maybe what they were trying to do was get this movie to play. In you know America or whatever, and all it got to was Europe or yeah. Italy or whatever. I don't know. I don't I, know what the story is. I will. It's by the same yeah. Haji, Hajime Sato. It was the same guy who did Goki uh, Monster from Hell. Remember the one yeah, they yeah. were playing with the Goki, and and then uh, what about? Uh, you did another couple of young, a few. Did you Young Air? Oh, not Young no, Air. Uh, I think uh, he did something called Golden Bat, which we may be watching in the future. Okay, with cool. Sunny Chiba. I do like. Obviously, I like the Japanese uh, takes on Western. westerns and horrors and stuff like that. To me, they're kind of creepier. Like the, the, the ones that are well done, there because you don't know where they're going to take it. Like, no, and this one put, with, this with, this a, with an American one, with a right, Europe one, right, you yeah. know right where this is going. With a Japanese yeah, yeah, yeah. one, who the hell knows? Buckle up, because who the hell knows where this is going? And that's kind of refreshing, because it's just who knows. Yeah. Who, who knows? <laughs> Everyone like, might die. Like, no one like, might yes, die. Yes, we have the shadows and we have the people in the house and all that, but let's like throw these weird, you know, this weird old lady here, the seance and this and that. And even though that's been done in American movies, they take it to a, a, a different level. Way different. Way level. different level. That wouldn't be, ex- that would be like over two, way over the top in Western. Oh, yeah. But over there, it's like, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah which just kind of makes it cool. It does make it so cool. It does I, make it cool. I, yeah. I, I, obviously, I put, I ladle heaping loads of my, my adoration and love for Japan on this show and to anyone that will lend an ear. But, um, <laughs> but that was, that's something that they do bring to uh, cinema. Now, I'm sure they're mainstream is just as crappy as our mainstream. Yeah, probably. But maybe not. not. Probably, maybe, know. I mean, you know, they're predictable, but in a different way, possibly. When you watch these old ones, I just love seeing the stuff in the background and seeing, now not this one so much, because this is, has a one set. Pretty much it's the one set piece. But when we, when we do those those Japanese spy movies, or when we do oh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah. in the background and the things that are going on are so cool. It's yeah. so, they have such a different vibe. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, but yeah. I said that. I also said that about the James Bond movies. How I loved, and that's obviously not Japanese. How I loved, you know, one that the, that this isn't always about America. That's my favorite thing about those James Bond movies. I, I'm tired of the threat on America. It's nice to sit back and watch someone else's deal. Mm. Let's watch someone else's deal for a while because I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of the terrorists. I'm tired of blah blah blah. So you you watch the James Bond stuff and you're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Leave us out of it. Just, you yeah, know. you deal with it. <laughs> and, yeah, we and, don't want to deal with it. You and, do it. And that's part of the love for the Japanese. The Japanese movies is, is the same thing. They got their own set of stuff going on. They got their own cares going on. And their movies take you to a different world. And you're like, all right. It's, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I had, I had found this years ago in the torrent. And then I was going through YouTube and I just said, when you said to me, hey, I need another movie. Just grab something because I, yeah. And I just said, 
and it just popped in my head. Ghost of the Hunchback. I go, well, maybe it's on there. And it was on there. And it was subtitled. It was the other version that I that I had. didn't mm-hmm. have subtitles. So I'm good. And there was another one that I found out that we'll do in the future called Human Fly, or Invisible Man versus, versus Human Fly. I go, I got, <laughs> I, I, and it's got subtitles in English. <laughs> so I go, we have to do this. Human Fly versus the Invisible, invisible Man. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, come on. It's yeah, tailor made. It's you know. tailor made for this show. So, you yeah, know, but that'll true. be upcoming in the future. Yeah, very cool. But so good, good choice. Um, you know, the this was also a very hip time, for for I mean, sixties and seventies was a hip time for a lot, like for England, for Japan, right, yeah, uh, for yeah, America. Yeah. Like, it was a little bit different time. Fifties were kind of stodgy. Seventy, late seventies like and eighties were like boring. This is like you know. A little bit of the old world and the new world's kind of busting through. You know, yeah. I mean, we're gonna be pushing the envelope now. Yep. We're tired of like the fifties. We're gonna, yeah, it was a good time. And you can feel it. I remember you it. You can feel it in the movies. You can feel it in the expressionism. What what they're trying to say is slightly different, you know, a little bit better. And this carries it to some degree. Now, this is very formal. To an extent. To an extent, but crazy stuff. Crazy B-movie stuff, you know. And that's yeah, the, yeah, the, that's yeah. where the cult cinema comes in because... Like just the part where she's looking at her husband in that box and he's biting down that daisy and you're like, oh what? yeah, and she's like, trying to pull it off or whatever. What yeah, because it starts off where she's like finding out that her husband just died. Yeah. Right, the the woman, and then she's like, she wakes up in the bed, I think, and she's like, finds out that he just. Yeah. So the phone's ringing. She sits straight up, and she's having this weird dream, and then this then a, a servant or helper or something comes in and says, oh. She, and it's so funny because the servant walks in and says, "Your husband's dead." And like, like oh, yeah, <laughs> just doesn't yeah. no formality. Oh, no, no, excuse me, <laughs> wake up. Yeah, which I don't think that would happen. Uh, so it was kind of. She's like, "Oh, okay." So then they go down to this like place. Yeah, they go to the funeral. The funeral, place. but it's almost like and she wants to see him. Yeah, but but the doctor's there and like he's expounding about how he tried to save him but just couldn't save him. And then, and then there's like this other guy who's just skulking around again, another skulker yeah, who's yeah, just yeah. kind of around, and he's like, "Oh, we tried our best." Uh, all right, but let's go. Take, oh, we gotta take a break. Yeah, now. we'll take a quick okay, break, I and then we'll we we'll come right now. back for uh, to get into this Satan's Pit, aka or Ghost, of the Ghost of the Hunchback, or House, AKA of House of Terror, or whatever else you want to call it, I guess. The most fantastic weapon of all time is the flying guillotine. Few men have ever been able to operate this death-dealing device, and only one was the master of the flying guillotine. Seymour Bordy and Associates presents The Master of the Flying Guillotine, filmed in Super Cinevision, rated R, Master of the Flying Guillotine. One sure way to get ahead. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. All right, now now we have the lady. um, Yeah, we're talking about uh, Yoshi. That's the woman's name is Yoshi. We have her. She's her husband's dead, and then she hears a noise in the in the cast in the the box. In the the box, yeah. And she goes back over and opens it up, and this. Her husband's dead, but he has all these flowers around him, which is which weird. Which is weird, yeah. Uh, and he's bit down on one, and she's trying to take it out of his mouth, and it won't come out. 
And they're like, and the doctor's like, I told you, it's just a natural sound the body makes when it rigor mortis goes away. Leave it alone. And well, that, I've heard stories where like some there's a body in a casket and then the rigor mortis that's in it and it sits up. sits up. That would like that would make me go freak out. Yeah. Go with my pants. You know? like, Probably. Oh my god, I'm running out of here. <laughs> I've rigor mortis my pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically, it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, so then after that, you know, incident, she they take him to the to incinerate him. Yeah, they incinerate him. And you so they see him put the casket in there. And they, and then like the thing goes on fire and then all of a sudden like his corpse pops up and then you get the title of the movie was like hey wait a minute that's when you go that's when you go okay the western movies wouldn't do that yeah, exactly. this is when you get into the okay they're just giving the cheap shot but it's kind of interesting yeah. it's kind of different so the know? jump scare it's a jump flaming corpse scare and then you yeah. see that this is a Japanese movie but the actors have American names. And the and everybody else is Italian, and you're like, huh? I know. There's and they're speaking Italian. At first, you don't know. There's you know? not a Japanese or an Italian person in this movie. Just it's all Japanese. All Japanese. Cast. And you're like, okay. And then you see the the credits. One of them, you know, Edizione, uh, whatever, uh, Italiano by, you know, oh, uh, yeah, okay, I get it. You know. It's I you I would bet that this probably didn't make it. On the screens. Oh, it made it to Italy. It played on. Oh, but I was gonna say, maybe there. they they probably bought it and just re rebranded it, and that was it. Like yeah, in Japan, this might have never come out. Possibly. I don't know. I don't. I don't know one way or the other about that. But because of the branding, know. and it's not out there, you can't find it in any other version, this which tells me this might be it. the only one that there is. I know? mean, who knows? There may be some vault somewhere sitting on it in Japanese, but uh, to the to to the to us, that's this is it. You yeah. Know? I read somewhere where there's um. I don't think you can get it online, but you might. There's a toy channel, you know, the company toy, the film, yeah. thing, and they show a lot of oddball movies that aren't even made it to. Uh, maybe, wow. maybe it might be online. I don't know, but they Man. show a lot of, um, uh, you know, some of their B movies or whatever that never made it onto DVD or anything. I like should look that. into that because, man, yeah, I love toy. Toy, I, yeah, yeah. I and I actually toured that. You know, there in you Japan. go. Well, look it up online. You know. So anyway, back to this movie. So then she, you show her walking around, and then you know she's like kind of going to her house, and then somebody comes up and says, "Oh, here's I'm a lawyer. Here's a deed to some place that your husband owned." And she's like, "What's what are you talking about?" And she doesn't know, and it's like this. There's some mansion that he owns that she didn't know that he was going to, and uh, and she's like, "Okay, that's odd." So she gets her niece, and they just kind of go. And uh, they also take the doctor, who is her husband. It's her father-in-law, basically. Father-in-law. Her father-in-law is this doctor who's a weirdo. He's a sleazebag, yeah. You know, he's a sleazebag. He's such a he's a he's a real jerk. And then her, and then the niece. So they go out, and then the niece has this boyfriend, kinda, but it's not really a boyfriend. Like yeah. she likes him. It was the guy that was with the other guy. So you're like, okay. So what, who you see in the first shot is about it, except for a few people that kind of come in a little bit later. So they're walking around this, they get in and they're walking around this place and then there's a, the, the servant there is this hunchback. And he's like the hunchiest hunchback I've ever seen. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. He, he was like totally L-shaped. He's you know? L-shaped. He's bent over at the at the waist. This was a tough performance, I think, for this guy to do like in this movie. This is like Torgo painful. That's what I thought too. That's the first thing I thought of because famously there's a, a Torgo who's from the Manos Hand of Fate was this guy who took he he was like pretending to be a goat man and the prosthetics that he used for this thing made him in so much pain that he got hooked on heroin and died 
Yeah. How much truth to that? Mm, you be the judge, but whatever. Yeah. They were very painful, and this guy plays this entire thing bent over at the waist at an, in an L shape, 90 degrees. And this hump is a varying sizes and big, you like know. Marty Feldman. Yeah, kind of, a little bit like that. But uh, so he's like this guy who doesn't talk much and at first he's kind of like benevolent and kind of like oh yeah i'm the uh, you know i'm the i'm the, <laughs> I'm the wormy guy i'm wormy i'm wormy yeah uh, yeah i'll show you around yeah everything's fine yeah it's kind of whiny too yeah you know? he's like this is where you'll stay and and there's this big right when you get into the foyer there's this big satan <laughs> freaking <laughs> satan sign statue. bad sign yeah, i'm like yeah first thing i'm gonna do is move this out i think because i don't really like the satan motif yeah it doesn't, you know? it doesn't work with my uh you know <laughs> with, with my decor you know? so there's this huge statue of satan and this guy is constantly like cleaning around it uh the clean the floor around yeah, it yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they sit down and she's like she's like this is a weird place and he's like oh and then the 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 the, do- the father-in-law the weirdo is kind of like oh how about if uh, to keep up appearances you pretend you're my wife and we'll live here and I'll make this into a, 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 a hospital a hospital and she's like hell no had, dad that's such an odd weird thing like he's kind of saying be my wife and we'll be in we'll, all ways oh, yeah and, and you're like you're gross <laughs> yeah I'm your stepdad and your husband you know, that's nasty like, no, such no, a weird no. thing. No, 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 no. And no, she no. It, uh, reacts appropriately and goes, ah, and gets up and screams and runs away. You know, like, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, but then now they're peppering in a lot of this nightmarish stuff where... She goes into the room and she starts seeing visions. And screams, and then she sees that, like, a shadows. torture scene in shadows. Yeah, that was really weird, you know. I don't know. I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I don't know if he was, like, tickling her with a flower in the shadow or he was torturing her. It was weird. And she's like freaking out and lights are flashing it's very effective and then you, know, you hear like a lot of <gasps> sounds you yep. know like the ghostly a little too much in a way but you know they're, yeah. like, they're like really amping it up this yeah, one goes see. to 11 <laughs> yeah this one goes to 11 it's like <laughs> scary <laughs> you know you're like okay all right we get it we get it scary ghost and she just passes out yeah. i think and then, like, she wakes up, and then some other thing happens. So I forgot what it was. Some other apparition happens, and she starts spinning around. Well, she runs out, and she spins and passes out, and then she's like, oh, this wind just, yeah, that's right, just the wind, yeah. twirled me until I passed out. And they're like, no, that's not true. And then the one young guy's like, you see this? Ah, oh, I thought so. These joints butt up against each other, and that's it's common in these old houses to have ghosts. And you're like, okay. He's, like, explaining it away, and she's like, no, I don't think that's what happened. I don't think that's what happened. Uh and cause now, and she still doesn't know anything about why her husband was here. It's, why? What was the deal with the house? What yeah. is this thing? You know, and they don't know. So then, the, now, now a girl, a young hot girl, and like a lawyer. Oh no, show no, up. There, no. There's three different ones. Yeah. Cause a lawyer and a mistress show up, and she's like, oh, because they're gonna read the will. Yep. She was like, oh, I was this mitch. I was the mistress. Of your, your husband, husband, he promised me twenty million dollars, <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Uh, well, yeah, you can promise that, and a, a bag of sugar, a bag of sugar, and uh, that's about the same validity because he's dead now. But anyway, so she's she's really, and then you find out that she's like she's like having she's messing around with a lawyer, and if he can't get her to the house, she's gonna dump him or whatever. He just comes on her, and she pushes her off. So a Japanese floozy. Everybody's like really sketching this movie. Yeah, you know? and that's the one thing. There's one. Uh, what is it? O- O'Hara? 
O'Hara, yeah, uh-huh. we're at O'Hara. Uh, she is the only one that's that's kind of pure. Sort of. I, everyone else was flawed. She and, and she loved that guy, but she never did anything wrong. Like no. everyone else in this movie was very flawed. Had a, they they showed their flaws. They had some problems, you know. Um, so. Now this mistress shows up with a lawyer, and the lawyer's like, well, let's read the will. So they open up the deed, and the deed says, nope, this goes equally to my father and lo- my father and my wife, and whoever dies, then the other one gets it all. Yeah, yeah. So they're pretty much like, well, then you can go pound sand, mistress. Yeah. And the lawyer's like, oh, I'll see what I can do, harumph. And then they kind of, they kind of go in, into the background a little bit. Sort of. They stay there to be fodder, but they don't have any real impact yeah. on the, in the story at this point. It's kind of just like... And then some other people show up too, right? Yeah. The, the, the girl shows up, like that hot girl in the roadster, yeah, and yeah, talks right. to O'Hara's... Um, uh, His assistant, right? Yeah, like she... The guy, the assistant who's with the niece is fooling around with this girl, and she's like, oh, when are you going to tell her? When are you going to dump her? And let's stop fooling around kind of thing. Right, right. So, okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with the finale of what happens with... the convoluted plot of this movie. (laughs) It's fun, but some of it's like, "What what are we doing now? two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Or his pit. Hey, vote for Satan's pit. That's coming yeah. up. That was, of course, Frankenstein's bloody terror. terror. Starring Paul Nashi. Others uh, also known as Frankenstein's hump ghost. Gump, uh, the hump, not, hump not, of hunchback of hump. What's very interesting about the, the ghost of the hunchback. Yes. Frankenstein's hunchback ghost. Ghost. Frankenstein's ghostly hunchback terror. <laughs> that's what it's that's called. The one. That's the other high title. What's funny about that movie is there's no Frankenstein in it. But oh, anyway, you know. That's such a rip There's off. a story about that, but I'll talk right. on another show. Okay. Anyway. Now we're back to it. Now this place is really amping up. The weirdness is c- kind of going off the charts. They, they There's a door they can't open, but then... Uh, then they finally open it, and uh, and they go into the basement. There's like an altar with, and there's a lot of crow imagery. Yeah, like, there's, there's crow, crows there's, flying there's around. Crow is you know. like a death bird or whatever. Eh, so there's a lot of that. Quote the regime, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so they're flying around, and uh, and then they come up, and they're like, and that's when the, the the doctor is really ramping up. Oh, it's that hunchback. He's behind it all. See, like he wants to get rid of the hunchback. And they start hassling the hunchback, and he's like, hoo, 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 you know. And like, and and. The, Prominently displayed crucifix yeah, hanging crucifix, from his neck. Yeah, right. I'm a good guy. I'm a, I'm a nice guy. And I'm then, a nice hunchback. And then the the hottie shows up and and she's making out with Rico Suave, Japanese Rico Suave. And and that's when O'Hare comes out and she's like, oh, what was me? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hunchback is there and she she follows him, feeling like, well, I got nothing going on. 
And she's like, what happened here? And he's like, oh, a motorcycle hit this tree. Yeah, and one they of them both was like died. Judy. Yeah, Judy and Jerkface. Judy and uh, Potsy and yeah, Ralph, Ralph or yeah, something. So she's like, huh, that's odd. And then he goes in. And it ha- that scene was weird because when he's talking about it, they get through the Batman angle where they did like a 45 degree, which is like, huh? Yeah, like, okay, I guess you're going to you know, yeah, get away with it. Whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, so now, now they're like, now the girls there, and then they're like, oh, let's find out what's going on with this seance. Yeah, some old lady just shows up, and hey, I felt I've, out of the blues. If some old lady shows up, I, goes, felt, the disturbance I, I felt disturbance here, so I'm gonna give you a seance whether you like it or not. I felt a disturbance in the force. That's what she said, and she was Obi Wan Kenobi, and then she's there, and this is the this is a very typical Japanese witch. Um, they kind of always put, they're very white. Yeah. They have like this. They have like you can tell they kind of smell bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and this like old lady's like, and. This scene here, I was like, oh my god, did right, did Sam Raimi... Yeah, I know This you mean, influenced yeah. Evil Dead yeah, big time, a lot. Yeah, yeah, big the performance, time. The there's even like the deer antlers in the head behind her. I, know. I was like, oh my god. And you don't know where... I don't people, think... I don't know if you watched this movie. Not directly, but it, it, boy, it seemed like it. Because she's... This was a really good scene. It was a jarring scene. Because during the seance, this what this witch becomes whatever they want to ask it. So they're like she and becomes the, the dead husband. Ex, she becomes the ghost of exposition past. So yeah, yeah, she's yeah. basically they're like, what happened? And she becomes the dead husband. And she's like, I had this place for sex. And you're like, wait, what? And then she's like, oh. And then they're like, who's so and so? And he's like, oh, I murdered her. Because they're like, how did she die? Oh, or who was this lady? She died. Here, oh, well, how'd you die? I murdered her. I poured gas on her and burned her alive and yeah. kept pouring gas on her. And you're like, that's crazy. And then this lady comes over and just starts kind of groping the wife. And he's like, and don't let, don't trust the, your father-in-law. He used to sit there and watch us make love in the hospital and something. You're like, this is all weird. Yeah, Yoshi. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. And you're like, this is so so strange. <laughs> but don't worry. It Every, gets stranger. Everybody's dirty uh, laundry gets in. A, <laughs> yeah. So then at one point, the, the guy, the one girl tells the guy, hey, he's if, he, he's, if, if he's going to make it into the hospital, I want you to blackmail him. I forgot what reason she wanted to blackmail. Because he wa- was going to take over the, the practice, then she would marry Then her, marry him and take then over her the father will let them be married. Yeah, and she says, make sure you tell him that you're going to tell him everybody that he did vivisection on soldiers during the war, you know, which is something that's really like, you know, like the Japanese don't want to talk about that they did, you know, crap like that. So, you know, she's like, go ahead and blackmail. Yeah. So he does. Yeah. Oh, no, no, the witch is gone. This is yeah, she's gone. Seen. She's done with her seance. Yeah. And she's I done think... With her, like, th- bit. And I think in between that, in between her chewing the scenery, yeah. then the mistress gets murdered. She gets that's murdered. That's kind of like, uh, whatever. And then... um. The guy, yeah, Rico, Japanese Rico Suave tries to blackmail the the, the, the doctor, the father-in-law, and he and he's like, a lot of people did bad things, and he's like, harumph, and then they don't have any resolution at that point, no, no, because no. the murders start ramping up, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now the when does the when does the hunchback exposition train? At some, at one point, I forgot what it was. They were either hassling the hunchback or they he were, was eating. And they're like, "You tell us what's going on." And they kind of jump him. They were know? like jumping him, and then all of a sudden, he's like turns into like exposition train. His, his, his he tells a story of his brother 
who is like messing around with the laughing woman who who doesn't stop laughing during sex even when she gets Drives shot or me whatever. Crazy. That lady's <laughs> such a weird character. And you know, she's like she's done and she's laughing at him and then all of a sudden the soldier comes in, throws the brother in like a pit and leaves him to die, makes has sex with the laughing woman and she laughs at him while they're doing it. And then when he's done, he kills her. And then she's laughing while he kills her. And then he throws her, I think, back in the pit or whatever. Such and a then the hunchback sees this, I guess, after the... Right. Yeah, because... Yeah. The, 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 well, no, he, at this point, I don't think he even is a hunchback. He's just his brother. Oh, is he, oh I thought so he was the, a hunchback. So the, right. the, the, he's the baron. Cause, okay, this is what happens. To set this up, they come down. O'Hara is there with this hunchback. And this hunchback has this weird... Like he's going to go play a concert with freaking... Uh, uh, Liberace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm not a hunchback. I'm the baron of this place. And they're like, what? And that's when he and tells, that's when the, he tells story. the story. Yeah, somehow or another, he, when, when, I forgot what, I forgot what drove him to become his brother, but he becomes the brother again. His face changes and he becomes like evil and snarling and sleazy and everything. Yeah. And then he tells the story about how after all that happened to his brother, he took over his spirit. And so, and then he now goes, he's oh, like, no one ever can leave this place. Because then they show the soldier driving away, and that's who runs into the tree. Yeah, dies, right. He, you know? he, he had a, the brother's spirit had him killed or whatever. Yeah. So then now it becomes murder fest or whatever. Yeah. Everybody's dying off. They're trying Everyone. to escape, but they can't. Nope, nobody can escape. There's a scene where the door starts like popping up, and that's from the movie The Haunting or whatever. You know, so like yeah. everybody's getting, everybody's freaking getting killed off. You know. Yeah, and some. The one girl gets strangled pearls, and it's very hum- and he, and it's very erotic, her, like sexually he's charged. Like, it's almost like ra- the hunchback's raping her, pulling her clothes off, getting down to her bra, and then he kills her, and then he kills he kills basically everybody. Yep. And then the one girl, the, the pure girl at the very O'Hare. end, just walks into the forest, and he's well, following. That's her. That's what he said. He's he because he the hunchback. She was kind to him. She was always kind to the hunchback, and he like loved her. Yeah. And at this point, he's kind of saying, "Look." This is the house of Satan. That's why we killed your your husband. We kill whoever comes in here. That's the curse of this place. Yeah, I'll be nice, but then all of a sudden I'll turn into the bad guy. And he's, he keeps yelling, go, go to the girl because he loves that girl. He wants her to live. The girl walks out with a candelabra. She stops talking. She's possessed. She walks into a fire, lights herself up, just dies on fire. Same way as that guy's mistress. Yeah, yeah. The one that died. Uh-huh. And then the guy, the 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 ghost of the hunt of the ghost says to the hunchback, "Don't you can't ever betray your your loyalty lies with avenging my death. The only thing you're gonna do for the rest of time is murder people that come in this house. Mm-hmm. Don't ever forget it." He and was then like, he "Turns he, back he, to he's like, don't ever try and save anyone again." Yeah, because uh, he tried to save that one girl that he loved. He fell in love with. They didn't really play that angle too much, but you could tell. You could tell that he yeah. really liked. He thought she was the of all the people that were there. He she was the more. She was the innocent. The innocent she was one, the innocent. Yeah. She was the one that was. And then he walks back. He kind of shrugs, walks back into the house, closes the door. Nice, nice ending shot of the him. The end. In the end, a very strange movie, but but effective and powerful and, movie. Yeah, good. Strange. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, when you watch it, it's creepy. It's weird. I really wish it was in Japanese or English. But more Japanese, I guess, because some of those voices would probably be a lot different. Yeah, it was like, hey, what's the matter with you? Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Luigi, Mario, let, hey, let, let me smack you in the face with my uh, yeah, blue turtle shell. Exactly. And uh, you're like, ah, eh, come on. But, um, but hey, at least you got to see it, and that's the only way you're going to see it for yeah, now. So yeah. there you go. Uh, Definitely an Asian cult cinema. Oh, movie. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oddball uh, movie. This is a fun one. I, I enjoyed it. I really loved the everything about it. Um 
From 65, I think. Yeah, 1965. Really of the time, really uh, really mimicked some of that. Some of the gothic horror. Uh, some of the, some of the gothic horror that American you love. An- you love American that. and yeah. Italian, yeah. Yep. And... Uh, you know, it had its uh, it had its flavor to it. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a gothic. Uh, uh, the Italian gothic horror movies were they, they basically the Italians spiced up like the American. Yeah. Now this was a Japanese flavor, <laughs> which <laughs> made it tasty as well. Yeah, yep, sure did. That was a little bit of wasabi on your a little wasabi. on your on your Italian gothic exactly, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So that was uh, Ghost of the Hunchback, is what I'm going to call or it. Or Satan's Pit, or right. House of Terror, yeah, or it's been whatever. a million different things. Go check it out on YouTube. I, I liked it quite a bit. I would say definitely go check it out. This is one of those tweeners that's like around a, between a seven and eight somewhere. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Loved it. Loved the the feel of it. Loved everything about it. So yeah. uh, there you go. You're gonna have to read it though. Buckle up. You're so, gonna have uh, yeah, to read you it. Can read. Some of the reading is fast and furious, which took not, away from it, but not too bad. Not, not to bad. mention, if you read it, just realize that they're speaking Italian and you're reading in English. So you can learn the language while you're at it too. <laughs> Good luck with that. All right, my name is Malcolm, as always. Dr. Morbius. And this is Don Sullivan singing us out of this wonderful thing. We'll see you again next week with more Asian cult cinema. Oh my God, it's time once again for Asian cult cinema. Formerly, aka. Kung Fu Theater. Kung Fu Theater. And My name is Mao. Doctor. With me Morbius. as always. What with me, with me always, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown, I believe. Yes, that's usually what I say. And uh, yeah, and 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 today we're going to be watching an Asian movie, really dominated by non-Asian. It's an American-made, cool, though. But I liked. Is an American-made uh, or yeah, an American-made American it's, actor? It's, it's an American production. It's an American production. Yep. And I was and I was like, boy, thank God we're not Kung Fu theater because there was nary a Kung Fu in there this movie. There was an attempt at Kung Fu. Wasn't there an attempt at martial arts? Maybe boxing. <laughs> Maybe a little oh bit of Oh my God, like you had 10 seconds of it. Yeah, when they were doing yeah. that thrown fight. Yeah, this one is... Asian I'm glad you picked cinema, the, I'm, yeah. glad you, I'm glad you picked the Jack Palance movie because oh, we hadn't done any Jack Palance movies. You know, Tango and Cash reigns again. Great, yeah. He's greatness, Jack. Jack Palance, Palance is in, insane. What a face, man! What an evil, nasty, badass face. I thought dude. he was going to be the bad guy in this movie, and I was glad he wasn't. But you had Fernando. Yeah. Oh. You look marvelous. <laughs> yeah. So. Llamas. Oh my God. What? Chewing scenery. <laughs> scenery being chewed like Godzilla, you know. Well, yes. Uh, and, and, oh, but I wanted to say before we even get started, um, make sure I'm, I, I'm plugging a, a event I'm going to in a couple of weeks, and I wanted to start the show off by uh, talking about this. There's a, there's a three-day arcade, like, gathering uh, in Orlando. So if you're in Orlando, November 11th, 12th, and 13th, um, I'm going there for the whole weekend. I'm staying at the hotel. It's like a, uh, there's like, there's going to be tournaments and are uh, and record breaking. They're going to try to break some records there. Are they going to break records like your albums? You're bringing them over and they're going to no, break them? No, like, uh, be- like longest playing cent- uh, centipede oh, and, yeah. and pinball tournaments and all kinds of stuff. It's called Free Play Florida. Uh, look it up online. Make sure you go to the website. There's still tickets available I got the VIP ticket. Um, you w- you would. No, Dirty Donnie's going to be there. The, the that that artist that artist. I don't uh, he's know. A, oh, what, the guys who does yeah, these things. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Um, okay. And uh, you know, it's a go to. It's, I think it's wp.freeplayflorida.com. If not, just look it up. Do a Google search. Um, the website's there. Go and just go for one day if you're in the area, or go for all three days. Um, it's it's going to be an awesome event. I know they've done a lot of them in the past. This is the first one I'm going to. So uh, I'm going to take over my rigs, and I'm going to make sure I 
interview some people. Billy Mitchell's going to be there. The You're going to take your pinball machine? No, they do that, though. That's This is like everyone in the area... Brings, their brings games, brings stuff, and it's in, it's held in that in the uh, which the com- county convention center. No, no, it's in it's in the, that hotel over by oh. SeaWorld, the the oh. big one. Uh, I don't know, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't remember the, the Orca name. Hotel. Sure, why not? And um, I should have had more uh, prep material next week. But make sure you go on the indie circuit. Yeah, look know. up. Well, yeah, I'm doing it for the indie circuit. I'm going to plug it real hard. Uh, but this one, I was going to do it on the other one, and then I was like, oh, but we're so far ahead on the Slow Robot show. If I did it this week. Yeah. It's gonna this week's show is gonna be after that thing at event. Yeah. So uh, make sure if you're in Florida, if you like video games, if you like, they even have console games. They have stand-up arcade games. They have pinball machines, pinball games, art. They're gonna have people talking. There's gonna be panels. So please do yourself a favor. Get over there, November 11th, 12th, and 13th. Any or all of those days. And uh, hey, if you see me, say hey, Mal. Love your show. Yeah, you'll um, be the guy in the clown suit. Yes, I'll be the one getting beat up because I'm wearing a clown suit. Yep. Uh, that's not true at all. Uh, so go check it out. Free Play Florida. All right. End of plug. Okay. Now, what are we doing here? Kung Fu Theater. Kill a Dragon. Kill a Dragon from 1967 with a very young and svelte uh, Jack Palance. I had not seen him that young, although I know he's... He's been around in the 50s. I was going to say, he's been around longer than that. I just hadn't seen anything of of his... Yeah, this is before you got real craggy. Mine was at my my Jack Palance is after Tango and Cash. That's you. Don't, you don't even know. There's some Jack Palance. There's a Jack Palance movie which he did, which I don't even know if I can foist this upon you, but it's like a, it's like a Just Franco adaptation of the Marquis de Sade's Justine, and Jack Palance does the most bizarre performance you could ever imagine. See, in a this movie. he was always off his totally over the top. He's kind of a nut job. But which, he's which great, great at it. I mean, which he's great. great at it. It's not like a negative thing. He he plays things like crazy. Yes. And he's good at it. I mean, he's really good he's not at acting. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he is acting. Not I acting. think he's probably just that intense kind of. I'm kind of rattling apart. Kind of like Charles Bronson. I think in real life he'd really bite your head off. You oh, know? Bronson. Yeah, he'd kill me yeah. with a hammer. Yeah. Even zombie Bronson, because he's dead now. Even his zombie would probably beat me up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think Palance is probably like that, where he's probably, he's been around so long, so I think he must be good to work with. Palance. Like, like he probably, like, he's not A-list enough that he could be a, a distraction or a jerk. Well, didn't he win an Academy Award for that movie? I seem to remember him going, yes, he did. He won an Academy Award for that movie with Billy Crystal, City Slickers. Huh, yeah. I seem to remember him getting up on stage and doing one-handed um, one-handed push-ups on the Academy Award <laughs> after he won. Something along the I remember he won finally in the 80s. Yes, for, he's like, I'm crazy. Look how crazy I am. Oh, God. Yeah, Jack Palance and, and Charles Bronson, similar types. You yeah, know, like, tough. Ugly, mean-looking, tough guys, uh-huh. or whatever. That's something we don't have today. We need, we need bad in the movies. This is a weird movie. Um, yeah. It's kind of like the. Uh, I think they wanted to do like a James Bondish movie or something. Kind of James Bondish, but also kind of like uh, what was it, Seven Samurai, or what? Or was that one where they the the villagers have to hire yeah. mercenaries to defend them against the bad yeah, guy? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But it doesn't follow beat for beat. Some of those are just exact ripoffs. Uh, we've yeah. seen it a million times. What's what's the one where he's dragging the coffin with the machine gun? Django. Django. It's Django. Django. So, not it. It doesn't follow that beat for beat, but it's kind of the same setup where some villagers 
are getting hassled by a well, what happened, mobster. What happened was the, the, the mobster had a boat which washed up on shore during some storm, and it has a bunch of nitroglycerin in it. Yep. Some explosives. Ni- nitrous, too. Too. And the villagers feel, hey, if the ship washed up on shore... Salvage rules says sa- it's ours. Yes, it's ours. So they don't want to give it up. And, and this is a small village... Or in small, Hong Kong. A small Hong Kong island. So it, there's no... There's no law. <laughs> There's no law. It's a tiny little island with villagers on it. You know. Yeah. So the villagers don't want to give it up. And he goes, well, you, if you don't give me the nitro, I'm not going to let any ships come in and out of here. So you're going to starve you to death. And he said, well, the only ships that are going to leave are going to be carrying bodies, he said. So exactly. And that's Fernando Lamas doing chewing scenery, but in a fantastic way. Now, what has he done? Oh, Fernando Lamas was like the Latin lover. He was a Ricardo Maldobon type or whatever. Mm. He did a bunch of movies in the 50s and 60s. He's the guy who Billy Crystal, you look marvelous. Uh-huh, That's okay. based on Fernando. You know, cause he nice. He even called him Fernando. Yeah, you know? he did. Because he was on The Tonight Show a lot with Johnny. I'm sure he, that line came out, you know, a couple of times. And Anyway, so he was a famous, like, movie star Latin lover type or whatever. Right. You know? So, yeah, so basically he's like the bad guy. So these... These Chinese, these uh, these Asian people, you know, they're like, well, and they they're they're the, like the very the humble, yes. you know, we are poor, we don't even have a school, we don't have money. We this money. was a gift from God. Yes. So we have to take it and sell it. They know what it's worth. They're, they're going to sell it in Hong Kong, yeah. and that money is going to buy them a you know wa- food and and a, and a building Shelter for buildings. for for schools, and that's what they're kind of saying. Right. Um, at this point. I became really scared because this movie was English and then it had the, the Spanish had, no, subtitle. It wasn't Spanish. It's oh. like either Portuguese or oh, Okay, something. Portuguese subtitling. But there was times, right after the English was speaking, there was times where the villagers were talking to each other in in, yes. in Cantonese and I said, oh no, yes. I've made a horrible mistake because the subtitles were in Portuguese. in Portuguese and I was like, I'm screwed. It was either Portuguese or Italian. It but wasn't then, Spanish. But then... That was very slight, and it was only it nothing. Wasn't that important. So I was like, "Whew!" I, I, I was like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna do?" Yeah, because that's what happened. Like, so we, it's, it was, it was English, you know. Yeah. So this village gets roughed up pretty good, and then, uh, then they decide to go seek help, and that's three villagers are go, get into a small boat and they sail off to go get their help. Uh, we're gonna take a quick trailer break, and then when we come back, we'll get into. 1967 Jack Palance vehicle kill a dragon chapter 2 <laughs> very tin, very very, very Tarantino Quinn, very of you Quinn Martin production uh, yeah hey want to hear the most annoying sound in the world I want to tell you about two of the most shocking, terrifying films I have ever seen. Blood Rose. Terror in the face of a woman. Mutilated. Seeking beautiful young women. Torturing. Blood Rose. The Body Stealers. Alien invaders from another world. Because of the nudity and scenes of violent horror, Blood Rose and the Body Stealers are rated R. Children under 17 not admitted without a parent or guardian. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. 
Yeah. And like usual, this podcast is being filmed in front of a live feline audience. Yeah, I've AKA won. Destructo has fought his way into the studio. Oh, he fought too, man. He's like, let me in now. He goes, I am. <laughs> I am Destructo. So, and you will obey my. Bow down to my fancy butt. Bow down before the one you serve. Okay, so back to. Now we're. Now, the, so the three guys. Uh, are the three guys come from the village to to try and find someone to help them a mercenary or not a mercenary they're kind of looking for someone who will sh- uh, take a ship and get the nitrous out to get sold in in Hong Kong yeah. they they've hidden it from Fernando and uh Fernando and his henchman Fernando and his henchman, and his henchman. marvelous they get off the boat oh and and <laughs> so weird there's this scene where there's like a uh, a guy showing tourists around. He's the great like, Aldo Ray. We've, yeah. we, he was in uh, what movie did he was he in? Whether we watched uh, Mr. No Legs. Uh, he was in Mr. No. Legs. I, I was like, oh, I wish I was Aldo Nova. That would have been better. I met Aldo Nova. You did? Yeah, when I was working at a comic shop, some guy calls up one time and he goes, "This is in the '80s," and he goes, "Like, hey, you give discounts on books?" I'm like, yeah. He goes, "Okay, I'm coming over." And all of a sudden, this taxi pulls up, and there's little Aldo Nova comes in. He grabs like a stack like that of comic books, and I gave him his 20% discount. And he said, "Thanks, man." He walked out. Didn't he was in town playing. I didn't uh, care about Aldo Nova. I didn't yeah, like his music that that's much. true. I didn't either, but still, would have been funnier. Yeah. So anyway, Aldo Nova is like, "Oh, I'm on this boat," and he's like, he's kind of winking, saying, "Hey, you gals should go to back to your hotel rooms, and you guys can come for a nice steam yeah, bath." Yeah, meaning scene. Uh, sex. Anyway, then he's like, oh, and this is a weird thing, because he's talking about the junket saying, unlike a a fishing, unlike unlike fishermen in America and and the UK, here, the family, it's a family affair, they all live on these junks, um, the boats, those Chinese boats, and then they do their fishing, but that's where they live, and I was like, okay. So then they then the, the three get off and immediately are spotted by the henchmen of Fernando and you're like, Now wait a minute, what? But whatever. So they're chasing after him and they run into Jack Palance's boat to hide. And that's what Jack Palance is like, he's kind of making it with his girlfriend. He's like, It's my birthday and, yeah, she's and that my means birthday. that means sexy time and then he's like, You three get out And this is he's kind of playing it funny. Yeah. Then yeah. the two henchmen come in, he's like, Hey, you know, I'm a little bit. I'm. I don't. I'm not. I don't perform well when people are looking over my shoulder. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. He starts talking. And then he's. Then he gets like, okay. He's now doing he, his Bond thing. Yep. Now he's like, okay, everyone out. And he starts. And he beats up the two henchmen pretty handily, except the girl smashes a vase over one of their heads. Yeah. And then he's like, out. And he throws them out. And then he. And then he's like, oh. Then. Then the three guys are still there. And he's like, you guys get out too. And he's like, we have a business proposition. And he's like, I go to Lady Wong's. Later, later tonight, that's my office and whatever. Yeah. So, flash forward. Now this girl that was in bed with him is beating him at pool and like, you owe me $500. He's like, oh, come on, baby. Cut me a break. They're kind of playfully like, yeah. you know, flirting, hee-heeing around. Yeah. And the three guys show up and uh, and they're like, oh, we need you to hire you. We need you to transport this found stuff and he's like who's is it and he said and that's when he says it's Fernando's I forget what the guy's name is oh yeah I don't remember it's like Paleo Paleo's yeah Paleo Paleo's it's it's Paleo's and that's Fernando's and he's like oh Paleo's that's like a death sentence you can keep it and he's like we'll pay you one third of what it's worth and he's like you know that's worth half a million dollars He's like, oh, money, that's good, because he's always in debt. You know, they kind of played he's up a like rogue. he's a rogue. Yes, he's like uh, Harrison Ford in uh, Star Wars. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, 
So he's like, okay, well then I'll do it. And and then they they like, he's like, I'm gonna round up some of my guys to do this. And then that's when the boxing scene is. Yeah, yeah. There's a boxing scene, and then one of his guys is a British dude, and he's having like a an exhibition match with an Asian guy or whatever. So he's trying to get his his, his team of dudes or whatever. So he bre- the two of them become part of his team, and then uh, they go to the they go basically back to the uh, Aldo Novas. Well, no, they go get Aldo Novas. They go too. get Aldo. They have to talk him into it because he's he's happy doing the tour guide thing. Like, but I don't like dying, and if yeah. they do anything, they they make it known. If you cross this guy, you're gonna get killed. Basically, he's like the he's like the 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 mafia Don. He's like Don Corleone of the island. Exactly. Oh, there he okay. Okay. The cat has been ejected from the studio. Yeah, he he so started eyeing up the uh, surfboard that I use as a the mixing as board. A yeah. Okay. He was like, oh yeah, go surfing. Let's go surfing, surfing now. safari. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so now he has the. He has his team together. That's it. It's just those three and him. There's like his, you know, his group, his core group of it's the like, A team. He loves it when that plan comes together. Yeah, so, and then then on their way out, this guy, the, the henchmen are following him, and and that at this point they're trying to hide from him, and they're trying to get these three, the three Chinese villagers and them. They're trying to just get to the sh- the boat, and they're already on him, and they're like, there's gunplay, and one of the guys gets killed. Yeah, and you're like. One of the hardest things about this movie is there's a lot of flippant murder, mm. and it's just—it's not like kung fu movies where there's just murder everywhere. This guy literally kills a guy, like Jack Palance kills a guy with his own gun, and I know he would have done the same thing. It's not like that, but it's just like wow, these stakes are really high in this, but they don't really talk about it much because they even said, oh. Paleo murdered your diver that one time. Don't you have bad blood? And he's like, eh, kind of, but whatever. Yeah. Every, he goes, everyone has a bad day. And you're like, yeah, okay. Like a, like yeah. a Bond thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, you know, just part of the day. Part, part, part of my life, Murder. So what, they go to the village next, and they start talking to the uh, people, and they explain... The, Immediately, the girl's DTF with him, and you're she like... She calls him St. George, because it's the killer dragon. St. Yes. George and the dragon, or whatever. Ooh, deep. I didn't know that whole thing. Yeah, there you go. Man. Wow! Ah, deep stuff. Knowledge. Deep, deep thoughts. Dropping your Jack knowledge. You're, you're dropping, dropping your knowledge, knowledge bombs on us. That I didn't get in college. That's right. All right. I actually, read it somewhere, but you know. So yeah. It. So that now he's here and he's like, okay, well, we got here. That was the easy part. And 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 also, Fern- Pale- uh, Pale- Fernando. 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 Yeah. Fernando is it was like, well, I don't really care about that guy that murdered. Just follow them, because now they're going to lead us right to what we want anyway, which is the ni- the Nitrous 2. Yeah. Nitro 2. Nitro 2, yeah. You know. And uh, and Palance gets there, and he's like, well, well, but first they did some weird shenanigans where they dressed up like a woman to to steal the boat and, yeah, not, and yeah, steal the they, diesel steal the, fuel? Yeah, steal the fuel. Yeah, yeah. Aldo Ray gets a, dressed up like a woman, like the comic relief. And to like, hey guy, hey boys, you know, and they're hey like, hey boys, help us, we need fuel. And the two, and the guys in the boat are like oblivious to like, I guess they haven't seen a woman in like, you know, hundred ever. years, ever. That's a woman. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I guess we'll. That's a Sasquatch. Okay, I guess. I don't know. Like, okay, so we'll give her fuel, and they'll give us like fun, you know. So they get on the oh, boat, so and weird. they. They capture them and they take the fuel and you know they. It's get such tired. an odd scene. You're like, okay, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, comic relief. Yeah. yeah, and they tried. I didn't get a lot of laughs out of this movie 
Um, uh, it wasn't bad. It was like, uh, I, but it, but the, like that, that part missed with me for some reason. I was like, eh, I, thought it was fu- I thought it was funny because I, I, I seen a bunch of movies with Aldo Ray. It's funny to see him in drag, but because yeah. that guy's a bruiser. Yeah, yeah, he's a big, bald, nasty guy. He's like one of those, rah, rah, you know, like, yeah, like yeah. chewing on a cigar. You know, yeah, he, he always played tough guys in war movies and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs> then like, he did a ton of B and Z grade movies. In his oh, did he? Career. Tons of them, yeah. yeah. Well, Mr. No Legs and a few others. <laughs> Good point. He did a ton of like the just bottom whatever of the barrel movies. Greatness. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So they get on the boat and they take it back. Then they go back to the the people and then. At some point, Palance decides that he's gonna. He gets. He meets with um. Uh, oh yeah, Amanda. that's later. For, so first, he's like, he, he's like, where do we have the? He gets off the boat and the girls. Oh, St. James, you're so great. And then he's like, okay, where is this crap? Because he's actually there just to do a job. He's very um, businesslike in that matter, where he's like, uh, you know, I'm just here to do the job. Where is it? So she goes, oh, we hid it in the temple. And at uh, that point, I was like, so you have this whole gigantic thing and you're gonna hide it where everyone would look, but whatever. So he's like, oh, okay. So then they take him up to the temple, and he's like, well, this stuff is pretty unstable. Uh, you better get every, get the women and children out of here. Get them to yeah, the, the other side of the building, because if this goes, we're all dead. And he's like, oh, okay. So they so they send the, the people off, and now he's kind of kind of kind of scheme about what we're gonna do next. All right, we'll, we'll be right back after a quick trailer. Break. Our planet may be doomed, our Earth devastated, the monsters are in revolt, and civilization is in chaos. Godzilla is laying waste to New York, Rodan is attacking Moscow, Manda is smashing London, and Peking trembles under the wrath of Mothra. Our battle cry must be, destroy all monsters. Who can say which country or city will be next? We must unite and destroy all monsters. Is there a way to defend against Godzilla, Rodan, Manda, and Mothra? The answer is no. Let our battle cry be, destroy all monsters. Be prepared. See for yourself, in color from American International. Destroy all monsters. Monster. 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 This picture is rated G for general audiences. Destroy all monsters. Monster. 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 Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make caps, or a brooch, or pterodactyl. Could you, um. So now the, he tells everyone to get out of there, and then uh, but then he sees that while he's scheming what he's going to do, he sees the girl. The girl came back that was like the daughter of the the chief that who want, who was like loving him, and, and 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 he's like, oh, you should get out of here. And she's like, oh, you're but you're so gorgeous, and so they implied. Getting yeah. together here. Meanwhile, he's got another woman on. And you're uh, like, what are you doing? This is so weird. But anyway, so now he's loading this nitrous onto the boat, and there's a long chain, and you're unloading it and loading it and loading it. Some of it almost blows up, but it's all kind of just whatever. You know it's not going to blow up. So they have it loaded on the ship, and that's when now Fernando shows up, and he's like, oh, come over to my ship. And he's like, okay. So he gets on the ship. He goes over, and they're kind of being like coy but cordial, like just like you're saying, the they whole Bond they're thing. They're both like rogues, you yep. know. Just like the Bond thing, where they're always sitting there with the bad guy. They're just having some brandy and talking about evil. Yeah. And, and this guy's like, oh, you know, they, well, technically this is mine, so I just want it back. And he's like, well, you know, under sal- salvage law, it's theirs. 
He's like, yeah, I know, but it's mine, and I'm not. You're not gonna live through this if you don't let me have it. I'm gonna get this one way or the other. Yeah, and then they start playing a game of weird Russian roulette oh, with the so weird. with the nitro because he brought a stick, of, a box of nitro with him. I think Palance did. And no, no, that's that's his version. Uh, the first uh, version is just a bullet thing, and he's like, oh, uh, now it's your turn. He's like, no, I don't play that. I don't do that. He's like, well, I'll give you a third, which is the exact same as the villagers offered him. And Palance is like, oh, let me talk it over with my with my crew. Give me some time. He's like, you have six hours. Um, and then they go. He goes back, and then they start resurrecting this other ship. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, I guess you know? they want to like trick him and put the stuff in the. Put other it a different ship. ship, you know. So they, and, and he's like, he's gonna he's gonna take the villagers' side. He's not gonna take the bad guy side, even though the they're like, well, why don't we just take that because we won't die then? And then and that's when Aldo Nova is like, no, he's gonna how say that they, and kill how, us. How, 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 he's not gonna kill. He's us, not yeah. reputable, you know. He'll kill us yeah. anyway. So now he shows up. Fernando shows up. He's like, "Oh, your time's up." And he's like, "Now I'm gonna play a game of Russian roulette." You know, yeah, he's yeah, he's right, palance, yeah. and he has a a thing of the nitro and a gun with one bullet. And he goes, "Now it's my turn." And he spins it, and he goes, "Click." You know, and it doesn't go. And he, this time, because Fernando didn't put a bullet in this no. gun, but palance does. And he goes. And he clicks it, and he's like, okay, well, you know, now it's your turn. He's like, ah, he's like, I'll pull it for us. And he just, so he's just squeezing the trigger. And he and it's a six-shooter, and he squeezes it five times. And at that point, you're like, does, and then Fernando's like, okay, well, yeah, now, tomorrow. now it's a showdown or whatever, you know, but you're not getting out here with that stuff. It's mine. He, he gives until the morning, I think, I guess to, so, yeah. to decide. And Palance throws the thing over the board, and he pulls the trigger, and it was loaded, and he shoots it. Yeah. So Palance is kind of insane. Yeah. You know, which we all know, you know. Sure. And, and that's why we watched the movie. So then he's kind of So they go back and then when they go back they're they're trying to pull the ship and the ship I think falls on one of his guys and they think he's dead. But he's not. He comes back to life and then Palance goes, "Huh. That gives me an idea." Hmm. So then the next day in the morning, Fernando and his guys come to get you know to get the the stuff right and you see palance and his guys are taking the guys somebody who supposedly died burying him at sea right and fernando's like oh that's sad that you lost this guy and you're like yeah you know blah blah <laughs> and he's like well uh i kind of want to give him some last rites or whatever and they're like oh sure you can sure you know and fernando's sitting there and he's, he's thinking that he wants to open up the coffin thinking right. that you know it's in there or not? And then, um, what the hell? What would happen? Then they start like uh, this is the shootout part. Then they start a shootout. Yeah, because the know? henchmen show up and they're like, "Oh, this is all a ruse, and you're trying to steal it from us." And it, it, it erupts into what you think it's going to erupt into. But Fernando's right by Palance, and Palance just kind of pulls him down with him while this shootout's happening. Right, 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 right. And he has a gun on him. At this point, I'm kind of like, "Why wouldn't you just shoot this guy?" Yeah. And you know, because then he uses them as a shield as they're getting on the boat, and I'm like, why wouldn't you just yeah, shoot right. this guy? Yeah, right. They get guy, on the like, boat and they're having a big shootout, and they're like, oh my god, this guy. There's so for for so Palance opens up. And the, Palance the, keeps saying, tell him to stop shooting. You're sitting on this nitro, stuff. and they won't. So he grabs like a box of nitro and he throws it at the boat, and boom, it Kaboom, blows up. Yeah. And, and you're like, okay, this is really strange. You know, whatever. So he brings like um, uh, Fernando back. And you know everything's fine, and the people get to keep their yeah. So yeah, nitro. He does the right thing. And then you see the next to the last scene is is that he's back in the hotel room, right, with the with the oh, with oh. the with his girlfriend. With his oh, he's back on his ship. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Like where where he was to begin with the, the very first scene or the first scene we yeah, see yeah, Jack yeah, back on the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it's kind of like a wrap up. In walks Palin, or in you know, in walks Fernando. Fernando, and you're like, oh my god, he's gonna kill him. And he keeps doing it. Hey man, you know it's my birthday. He goes, how many birthdays do you have? He's like oh, twice least, a year, about at least twice a week. Uh, oh, did he say week? I thought he said year. Yeah, I think I thought he said week, but, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's like, and then Fernando's like, you think he's gonna kill him? But he goes, you know, I I I kind of like you. You know, maybe you can work with me sometime. He's like, I'd like that. Yeah. And, you know, and they have like a mutual respect because they're both like scoundrels. Yeah, they're, but yeah, exactly. And it, it, that was kind of neat, a neat wrap up because he didn't kill him. He didn't, and he even seems like it, it was just a job. It didn't mean anything. And you he like got his money. watching got that, you money. think differently because you'd be like, oh, you know, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And the reality of it is, to these guys, it's just a job. Even Fernando didn't care one way or the other. He wanted his money. Yeah. You know, so it was one of those things where you're like, and he accepted, eh. hey, I lost this time, I'll win again next time. Yeah, you, know? you get him again next time, and it's kind of a fun, cool ending. It's where a, it's a very manly ending. It was know? two guys, two jerky guys, you know, respect <laughs> each other's jerkiness or whatever. He's yeah. very balance is like very like Heston in that they have like those big ape arms. Yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. like they're they're not they're they're fit. They're strong guys. They're physically fit, but they're not like that chiseled bodybuilder look. They kind of look like apish, and they got yeah. big, long arms. Uh, Eastwood's like that too, where yeah, yeah, yeah. it's proportionate. Yeah, body- <laughs> big arms. Yeah, <laughs> Just, but it, it was a fun movie. I had a lot of fun watching it. It was way different than what we're used to. Yeah, even from a kung fu standpoint, or from a from a whatever that that this kind of a tale, it varied from it because you know the other ones were always the people they bring in are turn out to be worse than the people they were fighting or as bad as. Where this wasn't the case. I mean. Palance just played it straight down the line. This is just a job. I'm it was just a job. I mean, he ended up empathizing with the the villagers. Of course, which is why he the, took their the, deal. But at the end, he took the money, and then he just went back to his roguish life with his... Yeah. You know, that hey. woman, that woman who was with him, uh, Tisa, whatever, Eliza Gur, she was Miss Israel, 1960 or something like that. She reminded that. me a little bit of that girl from uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. What, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That, <sighs> the Russ Meyer, not Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. What was it? Oh, uh, 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 uh
the snapshot of the way it was then, the villagers and the city, and, you know, he's even telling, like you said, he's even telling the guys, hey, you know, leave your wives at home to take a nap, and you'll have some fun, and uh, yeah. you know, massages and stuff like wink, that. Wink, wink, and, yeah. And happy, uh, you know, happy, happy endings, trails, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Very, yeah. yeah it it's, was, a, it's, a, it's a fun movie. I always enjoy, and I talked about this a lot with the other stuff, too, I always enjoy seeing the older Japanese movies, um, I, I look at the background and what's going on as much as the movie because I love to see snapshots of, of before, the before mm. time, you know, before it exploded in, in, in Metro world, you know. Yeah, yeah, So it's it's a lot of fun. And and Palance, you know, he's one of those guys I, you can't hate. He's he's yeah. crazy. He, he's yeah, crazy. He, he's like, I, I think honestly he's... He's unhinged, yeah. yeah he was anyway. But, and yeah. he's funny though. He's likable even though you know he's kind of off kilter yeah you like the guy he's kind of cool kind of funny he has his way about him you know and it's a kind of an actor where yeah he can play different roles but he basically you want him to be the jack palance type character of course you, know? you i mean he obviously had range he could play other things yeah. but that's you, what you want him as you you cast Busey to play Busey. you cast palance Hast- to play palance you know, you know heston <laughs> to play heston eastwood to play eastwood bogey to play bogey these guys were who they were you know, exactly. and 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 Palin's made a great living doing it, and we I always find him hilarious. I I remember him hosting uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Remember back in the oh my god, no, I never remember yeah he hosted that. Ripley's Believe It or Not, and then his daughter who was pretty who was very pretty Holly Palance was directing it too. Yeah, and this is a weird uh, yeah. thing from Indonesia. Yeah, he used to Believe host it or not. He used to host it in the seventies. Yeah, so one of the the funniest thing, one of the lines that I say all the time in my real life. Uh, is uh, quick and easy is how you clean the toilet or bake a cake. <laughs> it was from Tango. He was the bad guy uh, in Tango yeah, and Cash, yeah. and he was just chewing it up. <laughs> God, it was just what it was. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Asian Cult Cinema. My, my name's Matt. With me as always, Dr. Morbius. And we'll be back next week with more c- Asian cult cinema goodness. And remember. November 11th, 12th, and 13th. Check out Free Play Florida in Orlando. Sing us out of here, Don Sullivan. There was a mushroom. Sad little mushroom. There was a meadow. Ready to cry. There was a sparrow. Gray little sparrow. There was an eagle. Silent and high. And the Lord said, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said laugh, children laugh, the Lord said laugh, children laugh, the Lord said laugh, laugh, laugh. And the Lord, he said, I created for you a world of joy from out of the blue. And all that is left to complete the joy, just the laugh of a children boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a garden, beautiful garden, held in the arms of a world without joy. And then there was laughter, wonderful laughter, for he created a girl and a boy. And the Lord said, oh, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said, laugh, children laugh.